People often ask me, where does the inspiration for podcast ideas come from? Especially now we're into the 80s in terms of episodes, when the average podcast only makes it through to episode six. Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations and win more sales pitches. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Well, it's so simple, really. Ideas stem from the the work I do with clients and the things that I see around me. So when I'm delivering a sales transformation program or I'm doing some presentation coaching or one-to-one mentoring, whatever it might be, usually there's something that a chance remark in a conversation that stimulates a podcast. And I suppose that is creative thinking to a degree, seeing the opportunity based on that chance remark or observation. The recent Stoptober series, which hopefully you will have listened to and benefited from, that was simply, I saw an ad for Stoptober about the second week in October. I thought, wow, yeah, why don't I do a Stoptober series of mini podcasts based around three things to stop doing in business? And that's where the last three episodes came from. So they were, you know, they were short, they were busy, they were all about, you know, just getting things done. And sales in itself is very much about creative thinking, isn't it? It's about seeing and then acting upon opportunities. And most people in sales, they just don't see the opportunities. They're often too focused on themselves to offer, you know, their audience a really good perspective on their ideas. And so this week's podcast is based on the fact that I was recently hired by a third party to help this particular person or this business to prepare a five-minute sales pitch. It was an important pitch. It's taking a place, you know, outside the UK, and they're doing it to a group of investors. And they've got a chance to to win, you know, a significant amount of, of business. So I thought there are seven things that I subsequently, you know, noted down that I'd shared with them. And I thought, well, let's share those with you in the podcast. So that's what this podcast is going to be all about. Seven ways to help you deliver a really stunning and hopefully successful five-minute sales pitch. So the first thing that most people do when they're planning a five-minute sales pitch is to whack up the PowerPoint. Fire it up, start you know, chucking loads of slides on there, loads of words, loads of images, Um, And suddenly you've got a presentation that's full of slides and looks and feels very busy. And the start of that presentation tends to be about the company, the person, their product or service. And that's, in all fairness, that's where we started from with this particular person that I worked with. They sent me their original presentation. And my first question was, are you sure you're going to be able to deliver this in five minutes? Because very often that's the killer is that we create a presentation which is far too long. And uh, they say, oh, well, I've been through it. It only takes five minutes. Well, it might do when you're sat at home and you're racing through it. But when you're in a big pitch situation and you've got an audience and there's other things going on and you start to add to it. So let's think about those seven top tips then to get you a great five-minute presentation. Number one, the first thing is to remember that a five-minute pitch is much harder to create and deliver than a 15 or indeed a 25-minute pitch. It simply is. It's, It's much, much harder to do a short presentation. 
So the first thing to think about is that, you know, don't underestimate how long it will take you to really get a great five minute presentation together. If you're thinking, oh, five minutes, well, I knocked that up. I could knock that up the night before. <laughs> Please don't say that. <laughs> but it does take time. So, you know, take your time, start planning it as soon as you can. Ideally, a few weeks in advance of when you're going to do it. Number two, you have to, again, be prepared, as I mentioned in other, in other podcasts, to be a ruthless editor. Every slide, every word has to earn its place. Otherwise, you're going to put stuff on there that's not relevant. It takes up too much room, takes up too much time. And remember, my golden rule is that, you know, it's if you use slides, it's a prompt. It's not a script. And if you're in the same situation as the person I worked with, where you're, it's just one pitch after another, then think about how you can be different. So do you need slides? Ask yourself that question. Maybe you could take a few props along. You could combine props with slides. But certainly, you know, props are great because people remember those. And if they're sitting there and you're pitch number 12, you know, that's a lot of slides that they've already seen and probably quite a few to come afterwards. So you're going to have to be really distinctive to stand out. So think about props. Number three, and this is really important, you know, focus on and plan before you do anything else what you want the desired outcome to be which is effectively what I call the purpose. Uh, you know, what is it? What is it you want? You really have to nail that down and then build the presentation entirely around that. So if you've got anything on your presentation that doesn't meet the criteria of your outcome or doesn't help achieve your outcome, then don't include it. That's a way of being a great editor, a ruthless editor. But really nail down. What do you want to happen at the end? Do you want a flood of people standing up, writing checks, <laughs> demanding to invest in your company? Or do you want people to come and see you afterwards? You know, what is it you want to create amongst your audience? How much do you want to stand out? All that sort of stuff. That's really, really important. Right. Number four. Along those lines of number three, focus on thinking, what do your audience want? Their potential investors so they're thinking, well, what's in it for me? How easy will it be for me to invest in this product or service, this, this company? What am I going to get in return? You know, so why should I invest? And that's the question you need to answer in your presentation. If people are in the audience thinking of thinking that, you need to answer that question. The best way to do a presentation, a sales pitch, a negotiation, whatever it is, You've got to think more like your audience than yourself. Put yourself in the shoes of those people out there who could make a difference to your business, to your life even, and then work, your, work it back from them. So that's tip number four. Think about what your audience want and work to them. Right, number five is, you know, stand out. And, you, you know, you, you can simply stand out by following the, those three things that I've mentioned in other, in other podcasts, to be engaging, to be educating, and to a degree be entertaining. So engaging is the first one. And that usually means getting off to a good start. And what I recommended to this particular person was don't start by talking about yourself. Don't start talking about your product. Just tell people why you're there and what your mission is. 
And this particular lady, she had a great idea for a product. Well, she was already doing this product. She needed to, you know, scale it up. And she had a purpose for doing it. It was a great reason why she created this product in the first place. But you need to get that message over early, you know, straight away. The reason I'm here today is because bang, bang, bang. I'm passionate about, I care about, and I want to do something about it. And that's why I've created this product. And that's why I need your investment. So, you know, get that audience, get them thinking, get them, uh, get their attention, engage with them by being slightly different to, oh, hello, uh, my name is Trevor. And um, over the next five minutes, I'm going to tell you how brilliant I am and what a fantastic product and service I've developed. I'm going to tell you all in detail, all, all about it. I'm not going to give you any clues as to why you should invest with me or help you answer those questions. So make your presentation or your pitch answer the questions that you think your audience will be asking themselves. Okay, it's not, it's easy, you know, sometimes we forget that. We forget it. Focus on you, not them. Okay, right. Number six, when you get to the end of your pitch, then make sure you get in there your call to action. A lot of pitches finish, people, they sort of stop. They say thank you and that's it. They don't actually summarize what they've said and they don't have a call to action. So make sure you've got enough time at the end of your sales pitch to say, right, in summary, the three key reasons why you should invest in my business, let me remind you, are bung, bung, bung. And if you're worried about how difficult it might be to invest, then this is the answer to that. So again, you're, you know, you're kind of, you're covering on all the bases. And then this is what I'd like you to do next, whatever that happens to be. Come up here now and empty your pockets and give me all your money <laughs> to invest. Or let's have a meeting or see me now and let's organize a meeting. You know, something that makes that you know, sales is all about momentum. And while you're doing your presentation, hopefully you will have created that momentum because you will have engaged your audience. You will have educated them about, you know, why, you know, the product and the service and why it's going to be great for them to be involved. And you will have been a little bit entertaining with a bit of, you know, self-deprecating humor along the way. Yeah, so you have ticked those boxes. So round all that up in your big, big finish. What do your audience want? You know, what do you want them to do next? You've got to tell them. Don't, don't leave them thinking, what am I supposed to do now? Tell them, okay? <laughs> right. And then number seven. Ooh, number seven is simply this. It's practice your pitch and do it in real time. And what I mean by practicing in real time is that you're you're trying to replicate the conditions as much as you can. Now, clearly, if you're doing it to an audience of 200 people, you're not going to round up 200 people, I imagine, and hire a hall and practice. You might. But chances are you won't. So just do the things you can do, like stand up. And press the uh, press a clicker or something like that. The things that you might have to replicate on the day, because all those things take time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And that's why you know five minutes. The maximum you got to deliver it in in your practice run is four and a half, not four thirty-five, four forty-five, because you will run over. You've got to give yourself at least thirty-second buffer, ideally forty-five second buffer. It will make such a difference to running on time. And if it's really nailed in on the time, you're going to, you know, you're not going to uh, gain any points by doing seven or eight minutes and really annoying not only the audience, but the organizers and particularly the people who've got to follow you. 
So there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just recap very quickly on those seven key top tips for that five-minute presentation. So number one, a five minutes is much harder to do than 25 or 15. So give yourself plenty of time. Number two, you've got to be a ruthless editor. Every slide, every word has to earn its place. Remember, if you use slides, it's a prompt, not a script. Bring in some props. Number three, establish your desired outcome. What do? You, what is the purpose of your present presentation? And then everything in your presentation has to work to deliver in that purpose. Number four, think about your audience. What is it they want? What are the questions they'll be asking? Think about those questions. Answer them during, during your presentation. Make sure you do that. Number five, number five is, you know, be engaging, be educational, be entertaining. If you think about that, then, you know, that's going to stand you in really good stead. Number six is make sure you finish with a call to action. Tell people what you want them to do. And number seven, practice. And when you practice, keep testing yourself. Is this engaging? Is this entertaining? Is this educational? Right. There you go. You can't fail now to deliver an award winning. Whoa five-minute presentation that will sock it to them, knock people off their feet. And if you're going for investment like my the person I worked with, then, you know, hopefully you'll get it. I hope that's been really useful. Um, if you'd like, you know, if you'd like help with your presentation, with your presentation generally, with presentations in terms of, you know, delivering as a group or as an individual, or you've got a big sales pitch coming up in a few weeks' time that, you know, you could really do with winning, then do get in touch because I can help you. Either we can do it over Zoom or I can come and see you, whatever it is. But it's worth investing in getting your presentation or your sales pitch right because you might not get another chance. And too many people don't give it enough time. They don't do enough preparation. They don't do enough planning. They don't do enough practice. They waste the opportunity and then they think, oh, I didn't get an Oh, no, it didn't go our way. Well, it didn't go your way because you didn't give it a chance to go your way. So don't leave it to chance, you know. We all need a little bit of luck in business, but not a huge amount, okay? We can't wait and rely on that. So I can help you narrow the odds on you winning your your sales pitch or narrow the odds on you delivering a standout presentation that achieves whatever outcome you want it to do. So get in touch, Trevor, trevorleemedia.co.uk and, uh, or call me, 07785390717. I think that's mentioned at the end of the podcast again. Right, okay, so that's the end of this week's podcast. Next week, got a cracking podcast for you next week because next week, I'm going to focus on sales managers. So if you're a sales manager or you report to a sales manager, what type of sales manager are you working with or indeed are you? So I'm going to uh, I'm going to use the benefit of my years and years of experience in sales and being a sales manager for many years and working alongside sales managers and reporting to sales managers uh, to share some thoughts and ideas around that subject. So a bit of fun for that. <laughs> if you're listening and you think, oh my God, that's me, then <laughs> it might well be you. All right. See you soon. Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organization needs to transform its sales activity and re-energize its sales team, or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.